everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really excited today. We have the stars of Merry Textmas on Lifetime Channel. We have Rodrigo Massa and Ariana Ron Pedrique here. <laughs> and I, I really love this movie. So I was so excited to get to talk to both of you. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And what we like to do for new guests is get a chance to know you and so and share a little bit about how you got started in acting. So why don't you start Rodrigo? Tell us a little about yourself. Um, so, okay, my name is Rodrigo Massa Moreira da Silva. I am from Brazil and I have the most Brazilian last names in history, <laughs> Moreira da Silva. Um, I uh, started in acting when I was 20, when I moved to uh, Mexico City. I, gr growing up in Brazil, we, um, we watch a lot of Mexican productions. So, you know, Chavo del Ocho, Chapolin Colorado, Maria del Barrio, all of these very, very famous Classic. Mexican productions that are huge all over Latin America and a lot of countries in Europe. So I always had like this, hmm, okay, Mexico could be a place where I could uh, try my luck. And um, yeah, when I was 20, I dropped out of um, uh, college. I was studying linguistics. I was in my fourth semester and, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to go and see what happens. And luckily everything turned out okay. And uh, I started doing <laughs> soap operas, started doing uh, movies, theaters. And then after 13 years working in Mexico, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to see what's up there, you know? And I, I went to uh, Canada to get a piece of, uh, they call it North Hollywood, a lot of productions, right? It's, it's, it, and the United States decided to go to Canada to film there because, you know, it's a little bit cheaper and the tax credit thing. So um, I had friends who went there and they were doing so well. So I was like, let's see what's happening up there. It was also um, amazing for my career. Started getting a piece of different productions like I'd never done before. I just did Spencer Sisters for CTV, uh, Urban Legend with Eli Roth for Discovery Plus. Uh, got a chance to do Merry Texmas and, you know, a lot of <laughs> exciting things that um, are happening. And now I'm living in the Netherlands. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, Ariana, what about you? How did you get started? So hi everyone, uh, like you said and pronounced perfectly, my name is Ariana <laughs> Rampadrique. <laughs> uh, I am from Venezuela. I started as a television host, actually. I started working with e-entertainment television and with a national uh, important uh, channel in Venezuela called Televen. And then out of sheer luck, I just met someone in, um, that worked in TV Azteca, which is one of the most important uh, channels in Mexico. And he's like, you should come to Mexico and audition for Cefat, which is now I know uh, an acting school, but back then he lied to me and he was like, you know, yeah, it's, it's a hosting and acting school. And I was like, oh, great. Cause I'm a host. I'm not an actor. I'm a host. So I went all the way to Mexico. I auditioned. I got um, into the school, which was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Um, two weeks later, I realized that there weren't any hosting classes. It was just acting, but I loved it. I found my passion. Like Rodrigo, I moved to Mexico when I was 21. So very similar. Um, but uh, it was so it was so nice to go to Mexico as the first step in my acting career. They welcomed me with open arms. 
um, and I had this exclusivity contract for five years and allowed me to grow as an actor and worked in so many productions. I was lucky to build a pretty awesome career in Mexico. And then after eight years, I was like, okay, I've done Netflix, I've done Amazon, I've done Fox, I've you know, I, uh, I've done series regular roles and leads and antagonists. And I was like, I think it's time to try my luck in Hollywood. So I moved out to, yeah, to LA in 2018. Uh, I spent two years working on my visa, which is something that I'm sure uh, immigrants are going to relate to me. It's not easy. And, yes. you know, American people, they're so lucky. <laughs> they don't have to go through that. Because I we like when you don't have a visa, you can't even audition. So it's a whole process. In 2020, I finally got my green card, and I yeah, I started working. I did yes. I mean, that was like winning an Oscar there. And uh, <laughs> and then I did yeah, I started working. I did a short film, and then I got the lead in in an amazing film that's actually on Amazon Prime now. It's called Ayar. It's completely different than Mary Texas's drama, thriller, a whole <laughs> different thing. And then I got this amazing opportunity of doing Mary Texas, which was something uh, that I've always wanted to do. I, I always loved Christmas. I've always uh, wanted to do a rom-com. I've never done a rom-com before. And what, you know, what, 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 how could this be better? That's what I thought I was like I can go back to Mexico but yet it's a it's an American film but full with Latinos in the cast mm -hmm. and crew it's it, it was a dream come true so many things aligned for this to happen and yeah and now you're here well I think you can feel that when you watch it I mean I watch a lot of these movies I've seen almost a hundred new Christmas movies this Whoa. season congratulations yeah. uh, that, <laughs> that must be like a <laughs> you kind of, you go through and you, I try as a critic to give everything a fair shot, but then you find one that's just like, Oh, this one's, this one's really good. And, and that's how I felt about Mary Texmas. I mean, I wanted to watch it again immediately after I saw it, I thought it was so well done and there were so many special things about it. Uh, so, wow. uh, how did you, and how did both of you get involved in the film? Did, did they come to you with an offer or did you send them a self tape? How did that work? Um, Rodrigo? I mean, oh, me. oh, okay. yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I, I, what was it? Uh, Carlos, uh, Carlos Arturo Martinez Sanchez Aldana. He also has a very long name. Wow. He's a very known uh, casting director in uh, Mexico. He, yeah, he wrote to me one day. He was like, oh, I kind of have like this uh, Christmas movie. I want you to do. I remember the first of it, at first he didn't really have a whole scene. He just gave me like two lines. It was, it was very unusual because usually you get a scene, right? And, but the, and, and in this case, he just, we just kind of had two lines. It was like, just see what you can do with it. And I just sent that over. And that's, you know, how, you know, we got my audition. And after the audition, there were, I think, a couple callbacks there um, where they tried uh, mm. to see me, which also very unusual for me uh, to do kind of that, that, that chemistry test uh, mm -hmm. that usually you have two actors in, in a casting office together, right? We can actually touch each other and everything. It was on Zoom. 
So they had. Do you they, touch they, people when you do a chemistry test? <laughs> well, just, you know, like <laughs> kind of hold hands. I mean, it's lifetime. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't randomly touch people. We have to ask. Um, so it was. It was very funny because, yeah, I had. I had to do that kind of like chemistry test with uh, two different actresses. I never. I never got to do it with you Ooh, though. Right? Did yeah. I? No. We did not do it. Yeah. No. I remember I did it with two actresses. One of them, I. I. I already knew. I was like, oh, I think that's, that went well, right? Because like we already oh. knew each other for many, many, many years. Um, Who was she? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might know her, actually. She lives in LA. Uh, also oh, really? Um, so yeah, it, that, that's, that's how it happened. And when, you know, like the, I, I got the call saying, okay, you, um, you're going to be Alex on Mary Textmas. Uh, I may or may not have cried. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Because it was just like like Ariana said, it's just a dream come true. I had already, I had always uh, wanted to do a Christmas movie. I love rom coms. I, I I love you know being playful on 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 screen and with my character. So it was definitely very good news for me. Yeah. So Arnie, what about you? Cool. How did you get involved? So I, my manager at the time, he just sent me this audition and he was like hey they're running I need you to tape yourself like now stop what you're doing you need to send the self-tape today in like 30 minutes literally and I was like I'm not even showered and he was like it doesn't matter just send the <laughs> tape and I was like okay so I literally put on a shirt and I you know I just send them a tape Two days later, I got the call back with another actor. I just had one, like, with another actor. And I assumed, because in the callback, there was, like, the whole team. that It was Alba Hill, who was he, mm. who is the director, and, like, three other producers. I think Edward was there, too. Um, so I thought, okay, this is it. Because we actually had a lot of chemistry, but never, like, with you, Rodrigo, just to, just so you know. Aww. So what... <laughs> So when we got like three days later, my manager calls me and he's like, guess what? You got it. And me and my husband, we were just like jumping around so happy for this opportunity. And then when, when they call us to do a table read, again, everything on Zoom, I see this Rodrigo Massa jumping in. And I was like, who is this guy? And then he's so good. I loved working with you, Rodrigo. You were amazing. So yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. Um, and I had to like run because I again like I live in LA so I didn't have a house in Mexico anymore and I was like oh my god I have to buy a ticket what are we gonna do and it, yeah it was very exciting uh, well see that's one of the special things about the movie is that it was all shot in Oaxaca Mexico yeah I, I believe yes and yes. uh and uh this was so refreshing and i had texted this to uh rodrigo but most of these movies it's vancouver pretending to be someplace <laughs> <laughs> so to have it be really yeah. mexico was so fun i was like this is great yeah i i, I told uh Adrian, i told rachel that i love my last uh, show that i did for discovery plus our uh mexico was hamilton ontario yes which oh my god makes no sense <laughs> um and yeah it, it, it feels totally different on on screen I mean if they if they I mean we're we're not 
viewers are not stupid right and and yeah, yeah i've seen i've seen movies yeah. where it's like oh okay yeah welcome to mexico and then you, you can kind of it's new york yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> the yellow caps people yeah. Um, yeah so yeah i feel like that's that's so important for the authenticity of the film yeah Absolutely. Uh, did they, so did they create the whole parade and float and everything just for the movie or was yes. that all already going on? No, it was all That's created amazing. for the movie and it, it was great. Actually, Rodrigo, did you ever see like drones or something? Like, I, I never realized they no. were doing these aerial like takes. They were so great. I was like, wow, this looks so I amazing. had no idea. I, yeah, I know like their fireworks and stuff. I mean, it was, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, but I like, yeah, those takes, I thought they were very beautiful. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I felt kind of, I don't know how it usually works. Because uh, now, nowadays, we're so used to CGI and everything. Right? Yeah. So I was like, wait, the fireworks, you're just going to add them afterwards right when they're editing the film and all of a sudden we're kissing and it's like boom boom yeah. boom. like it was like new year's in yeah. rio it was insane the amount of fireworks yeah. that we had uh they really went all out ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Well, I love the whole premise of the movie, the idea of you, Rodrigo, getting welcomed into their group chat, their family chat. Uh, <laughs> it was really cute. And uh, and I, I, they, I think they did the texting and stuff pretty well like in a way that felt cinematic uh because i was gonna ask was it hard sometimes to you're just looking at a blank screen looking at a blank phone to 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 make that work in the performance yeah it always feels a little awkward right because you know what people see it on screen everything makes sense but what yeah. is actually happening on set is you know i have my phone and i'm reacting to you know, some guy saying like, okay, bing, you got a picture of a guy eating a taco, laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's always, always um, a, a very good exercise uh, when, you, when you're reacting to those uh, elements that are not there. I was obviously not, not looking at anything um, on, on my phone. Um, so yeah, you have, you have to go to set with, you know, a clear 
story in in your head and uh it was great that i had already talked to to everybody right so you know when it was like the taco thing i could imagine you know carlo marco with a with a taco with something you, you know it's <laughs> it's um yeah it's it's i had plus you have no idea how it's gonna turn out right i, I was like yeah. is, is it gonna be i thought it was gonna be voiceover i didn't know that we were gonna have all those really mm you know cool, cool graphics uh, right yeah I, I think yeah. they were great they did an amazing job yeah. I think so too well and Gabby has her sort of like power hoodies that she wears <laughs> so <cute. laughs> she's in her app creating mode and yes. uh, <laughs> how did you get into the character uh for to play Gabby Ariana um I I feel like it was uh it, it's always it's always um collaborative process between you know the director and the rest of the cast and the props that you have in front of you you have to connect with whatever you're doing like Rodrigo was saying even if it's you know a blank screen on your phone you have to use your imagination for sure um, but also just being in an actual location in an actual office uh, or you know a house, a Mexican house in Oaxaca or in Mexico City, because we also did a couple of scenes in Mexico City, you know, feeling, being surrounded by this, I don't know, the, the rest is, it just comes natural. I, I don't have like a, a very specific process. I just understand what my character is going through. And I just put myself in that situation. Um, and yeah, I just mm -hmm. try my best. Was it weird, Rodrigo, to be in Mexico and not be able to speak Spanish? So weird. So <laughs> weird. I mean, I still, I, I'm very picky when I see myself on screen. There are still some parts of the film where I'm like, oh, it's so, it's so strange seeing myself go like, oh, buenos dias. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's so strange having to speak Spanish with with an accent uh, when, you know, I lived in, in Mexico for 13 years I'm Brazilian, but I lived there mm -hmm. for 13 years and I picked up, you know, the Mexican accent. When I speak Spanish, yeah. everybody thinks I'm Mexican. So yeah, it was, it was very, very strange. The whole, you know, like uh, grandma comes to talk to me, having to pretend that I don't know. You don't what, understand. Yeah. You know, all that. So um, yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope I convinced people that I didn't speak Spanish <laughs> at all. I, I don't know. I want to I want to I want to get some opinions out there. What did you think, Rachel? I I think you did very good job. Uh, and I I bought that you were a uh, an, an American. <laughs> and, <laughs> awesome. speak Spanish. I thought you were great. Um, I, well, one of the most special things about the movie is that it is bilingual. So you have <clears throat> whole portions of the movie in Spanish, particularly Abuela. And, and, yeah. and that's like, of course, realistic, but most movies, you know, they'll like go visit some foreign country and they're still speaking English for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I know. And you know, remember Ro, when we were doing the table read, the whole script was in English. Yeah. Then it was like, I felt like it was, you know, a proposal of the whole cast. We were like, it's understandable that Gabi, obviously Rodrigo, who's American and who doesn't speak Spanish, he's going to speak English. And we understand how, you know, generationally speaking, my generation, Santiago's generation, you know, the younger generation are going to be able to 
speak English, but Babu, most likely she won't. Like that's how Latino families really are. Usually, yeah. even if you're living in the U.S., um, you know, your grandparents are going to speak Spanish. And that's why um, we thought it was, you know, pertinent to the story. And we, we did it. And I thought mm -hmm. it, was, it was amazing. It was a concern at first. I remember Edward saying, I mean, it's a Lifetime movie. It's an American movie. And I know we were just like uh, getting started with this um, subtitled type of movies. But I thought it was so, so brilliant and important and just gave it, you know, it, it made it genuine and authenticity. Yeah. It gave it authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Like going from the effortlessly going from Spanish to English, Spanish to English, and it was, was really well done. And, and I think, yeah, I think accurate to how those, how families often are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the last time I remember seeing a bilingual film like this, a rom-com certainly is everybody loves somebody, but that was way back in 2017. So yeah. I, it's been a long, long time since I've seen anything like that before. So it was great. Uh, and I loved the whole family. I thought you all had really great chemistry and, uh, it just, it felt like a family to me. And was there anything that you all did to like bond as a cast? Yes, there was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it came natural too. Like it, it's just how Latinos are. Like, we're just like so passionate. Don't you think like it naturally, we didn't do this on purpose. It was not like, oh, let's play together and go eat together. So we become a family. It was just like, hey, can we hang out? Yeah, right? it just happened. Totally. Yeah, we just, just we just felt a need to to be together and to hang out because everybody was so great. We just we just like bonded right right from day one. We were. I remember when when I met everybody. We just you know sat at a huge table and we were talking, getting to know each other. And from from then we were just inseparable, right? So we had uh, my favorite moments were the foosball table uh, and the championships <laughs> that we have we had there, uh, and it yeah. was you know, team vegans against team meat eaters. And Rodrigo, I have to say something. I yeah. became vegan after. No way! Welcome! Yes, now I'm vegan now. Yes. I mean, in, in Mary, Texas, Rodrigo was the only vegan. And I yeah. believe Mar, who Mar, is vegetarian. the actor. Yeah, she's vegetarian. And then I'm about, like, me and my husband, we just became vegan. We're about to, yeah, be, be, be vegans for a year now. So I was oh like, God, are you no be happy about this? Yeah. We have to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yes. We have to exchange recipes. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's, that's how close and united we all became. Yeah, well, it was, it was pretty awesome. Did you like Rodrigo having to be a spice wimp? You know, <laughs> can handle the spicy food. That was real. Okay. Uh, even though I lived in Mexico for 13 years, I, um, I never got used to spicy food. So even like sometimes I would eat, you know, papitas, you know, like the the, the yeah. ones that nobody in Mexico thinks they're spicy. And I would be like, yeah, they they give those to kids, like five-year-old kids. Like, yeah. here, sweetie, your snack. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and I and I'm dying. So um, so yeah, like I I I remember I did ask them to like put let's put some real like 
spice there because I, I, right. I want it to happen for real and they were like are you sure and they 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 were so afraid they were putting like a little bit of spicy sauce there salsa verde salsa roja I don't know but it wasn't I was like it's not spicy enough don't be scared <laughs> put a little bit more and um but yeah it was it was it was a fun scene. I, I love everybody's reactions, how they're like, they, they want to make fun of me, but at the same time, they want to be polite. I, I think it's <laughs> I love how that turned out. Well, I thought the script was really solid. Not only was it funny and romantic, but it had uh, touching mo moments, thoughtful moments, like when you're all talking about uh, how people shorten your names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you, you don't like it. And so then when uh later when she calls him Alejandro it's like it, it all kind of comes full circle yeah. oh I love oh, that you caught beautiful. those looking things that's yeah. beautiful yeah because that's so good <laughs> isn't that the last like, like the very last line of the movie yeah like, yeah Feliz Navidad, Alejandro. Yeah. yes yeah, yeah. it was so it. good We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. They have a special deal right now. If you go to their website, bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash hallmarkies and enter code hallmarkies40, that you will get 40% off any of the books that we're talking about today. And today we are talking about sweet historical romances. This is the perfect book for the hearty in your life. If you have a fan of One Calls the Heart, they will love these books. First, let's start with Under the Starry Skies by Tracy Peterson. When an accident leaves Cassandra Barton incapacitated, she spends her time compiling a book of stories about the men working on the Santa Fe Railroad. But worry grows as revolutionaries set out to destroy the railroad. As danger intensifies, Cassie and her longtime friend Brandon must rely on their faith to overcome the obstacles that stand in the way. Next, A Model of Devotion by Mary Connolly. A brilliant engineer, Jilly Stiles, sets her focus on fulfilling her dream of building a mountaintop railroad and remaining independent. But when a cruel and powerful man goes to dangerous lengths to try to make Jilly his own, marrying her friend Nick may be the only way to save herself and her dreams. Next, A Daughter's Courage by Misty M. Beller. Charlotte Durand sets out on an expedition in search of a skilled artisan who can repair a treasured chalice, but her hike becomes much more daunting when a treacherous snowstorm sets in. When Damien Levette finds Charlotte stranded, they must work together to survive the peril of the mountains against all odds. A Gem of Truth by Kimberly Woodhouse, longing for a fresh start, Julia Schultz takes a job as a Harvey girl at the El Tovar Hotel, where she's challenged to be her true self. United by the discovery of a legendary treasure, Julia and master jeweler Christopher Miller find hope in each other. But when Julia's past catches up with her, will she lose everyone's trust? Then The Lady of Galway Manor by Jennifer Dybul. In 1920 Galloway, amid the Irish War of Independence, the daughter of a British landlord becomes an apprentice jeweler to the descendant of the creator of the famed Clotta Ring. As the two learn to work together and see each other in a new light, they start to uncover the true meaning of love, loyalty, and friendship. And finally, The Secrets of Emberwild by Stefania H. McGee. Nora Fenton inherits a struggling horse farm and a dangerous secret from her father, one that new horse trainer Silas Cavallaro threatens to uncover as he searches for the truth behind his own father's death. 
As the two grow closer over their shared passion for horses, the mysteries and dangers of the past loom closer than ever. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. Uh, I loved the dancing scene. So fun. Uh, <laughs> it was hard. We worked very hard. I bet. Hard. <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, we had a lot of rehearsals with an amazing uh, choreographer who was, wasn't he from like Veracruz or something like that? He wasn't from Oaxaca. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but he was also, he was from Veracruz, which is also a city that is full of, you know, Mexican. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And so that, what we were doing was, if I remember correctly, that was Danson, right? Which yeah. is a very, yeah. Yeah, traditional Mexican uh, dance. So yeah, he he, I, you know, I needed a lot, a lot of help because yeah, I'm not I'm not a dancer. So he was like, yeah, your posture and everything, and and we were rehearsing with a song that wasn't the actual song that they were gonna yeah. use in the movie. And I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought that was gonna be the song that was gonna come out in the movie. Did you Did you know that? Um. I no to be to be I knew that it wasn't like they weren't sure like we don't know mm. if we're gonna use this song or not but then I, okay. I, I love that you know I, I came in with I love the pink I yeah yeah I thought it was very romantic your promise <laughs> over deliver <laughs> yeah and then you get a kiss and I thought it was hilarious that like his first response is is that well I mean he says wow I just got caught up in the moment and then he's like well how about the app <laughs> I know isn't that crazy I, I wanted to kill him I was like you just kissed me is this really what you want to talk about oh so my god <laughs> honestly that's another thing that me as a Latino I would never do that that's what we, we've been <laughs> during interviews we're, we're talking a lot about you know like how how latinos are, are different right like what uh -huh. makes us different as as a community and and i feel like yeah that's that's just one of the things that we have and that was kind of hard for me uh because you know i don't think i've ever done that if i like someone i'll go for the kiss and I, if i feel like you're kissing me back okay like this yeah. is happening right right but gonna... <laughs> I, I remember i was like so so I couldn't believe what was happening while yeah. we were shooting the scene, but then watching it this Sunday, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's well, it's so him." Well, because you have to get your nerd on uh, with yeah. this. It's very that was a very nerdy <laughs> response, which is very sweet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it was it's very good. sweet. Yeah, I very remember. I, I, I sometimes I I would. It was very easy to feel intimidated by. Yeah. Abby, you know, like sometimes sure. she would just because you, you you're very sweet, you know. Ariana is a very sweet person, but she does have like you know. Gabby would have that those. She would look at me sometimes like, "Are you seriously talking about the app right now?" And I would be like, "Oh, oh, okay. I think I, I messed up, but there's no way to fix this." So that that helped me bring out the yeah. clumsiness of Alex. Yeah. 
Well, I loved the scenes, Ariana, with you and the other women. The like girl talk scenes were super oh, fun. Yeah, oh, you're just like, was he a good you. kisser? Of course, he was a good kisser. <laughs> I know. I love that one too, and I also love the one uh, in the kitchen. We were yes. all together in the middle of the night doing horchata. I thought they're so good. I thought they they made the family so real, mm-hmm. so special. Yeah, I loved the the whole uh I don't know you called like street fair kind of scene with all the radish sculptures I have never seen that before me neither neither. that was our first time that was really cool and then and then like unique things because it's hard in these Christmas movies to have something that's unique you know because there's just been so many what do you do but this had a bunch like the radish sculptures the breaking the plates I've never seen that (laughs) that was fun that was liberating yeah. That was, it was yeah those those are things Rachel that when well I, I assume the same thing happened to Ariana but I was reading the script and I was like I lived in Mexico for 13 years and I had no idea same same so, I mean Mexico City is so different because Mexico yeah. City is just like a it's almost like New York but slower but then Oaxaca it's like <laughs> you you travel back in time yeah. uh and yeah so and the mm. culture is so rich and I love that that translated into the movie yeah. yeah it's it's like a different country almost and yeah like like yeah. you said traveling uh back in time and they're much more in touch with their traditions I mean it, it does happen in Mexico City as well right uh I I, I remember I when I first got to Mexico City the whole um pedir posada right like knocking oh, yeah. your neighbor's uh doors and stuff like that but it's just um it's different right it's mexico city or if you're like in in polanco i don't know or yeah those very um um fancy very international neighborhoods it's not the same thing as doing it in in a such a colonial uh city where where all those traditions really come to life yeah and pueblitos magicos i mean it just it makes that's a tip that you can tell that the script was carefully written that it wasn't just yeah. uh that that took they took time to have these kind of little details i think it makes a huge difference what yeah, was it fun rocker. was it fun filming the flower fight scene <laughs> i loved it yeah i don't i don't know you Adi, but i i was i was Same. i was a kid again yeah <laughs> me too. You, you, you probably I don't get to... that many sh- shots of that one I would assume because they'd have to get no. all wardrobe and all so you kind of just have to do it right right no. you just have to go all the way and just have fun yeah there was a I, I have a um, I did a little uh wardrobe tour I'm gonna upload that on on YouTube either today or tomorrow um where I'm talking to Lulu one of our costume designers and she uh was asking we were a about or no I think we had just done the, the flower fight and I was like how stressed out were you about that and she was like very stressed out because it's like you know it's one of those scenes right. where you know once once we're dirty it's hard to reset we can't really go back to okay now they need to be clean again it's it's yeah. gonna take a long time right um so yeah I I, I remember we just we just went for it right like just yeah we just went for it really dirty it was beautiful <laughs> yeah it's really funny uh so 
I, I thought that the miscommunication was believable that especially if there's this language barrier and, uh, you know, she gets kind of upset about, uh, he thinks she thinks he's let the, 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 uh, app out when he, uh, and I, I thought that all worked and you weren't upset for too long. You came around pretty quick. Gabby came around pretty quick and the cute little, uh, well, first of all, I love the scenes when the two of you are like, are, are just working on the app on, uh, in her bedroom, like so sweet. Oh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> and then also when she's sitting there talking to Abuela and Abuela's like, <laughs> I know what I would do in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Babu just being Babu, yeah. you know. <laughs> it was so fun. It was really yeah. cute. I love, yeah. you know what I love that you, you know, the movie by heart. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yes. So flattering and, and so I'm like, special to us. wow yeah, it is. I love it I love it I mean to be honest I I was having issues with my internet on on the day of the premiere and I, I couldn't finish watching it I was oh, like no. No. I, I was literally crying it was like ah man I, I was getting more frustrated than actually enjoying it so uh -huh. I just stopped watching like you know 40 right. minutes into it I'll, I'll continue oh. tomorrow um but yeah like there's like just hearing you you mention every every single scene that that caught your eye and, and just you know it takes me right back to it yeah. and and it's it's so beautiful seeing that people are are enjoying it so much and and posting their favorite scenes on instagram twitter i know i just i really did love it i thought it was so fun and uh, it made me happy so, uh, and then the, I like that, uh, when you reunite, you, you just both apologize and you move on. Cause I hate it in these movies when it's like, how dare you lie to me? Or I don't know, just, the, uh, like, yeah. I don't like that kind of thing. I, I like it when, uh, they, I mean, cause just cause I don't feel like that's very realistic. I feel like most people would just talk it out and okay, we're, we're good. Right. You right. Know? I, I know they're trying yeah, to do the drama, but most of the time I just don't like it. Uh, so this was I, it was I, so cute and then and then they uh they have you on the uh the truck the um uh the christmas the truck. truck yes 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 that was so Those cute and she teaches you what beso means which i love yes. <laughs> nice pickup line gabby yes right? thank you i learned from the best <laughs> um i mean if you're gonna be timid and you're and you're gonna talk about the app after you kiss yeah. me i maybe i have to take your initiative yeah, no. I think so. um <laughs> i'll teach you so one special. word yeah <laughs> it's so special to do that scene remember Ro, how we were like just driving all yeah. around oaxaca and all the town they were like outside their houses just looking at this beautiful truck decorated and you know that yeah. yeah it was it was very very special it was a long night for for all of us I remember Alba was a little bit like oh my god it was like the biggest scene visually speaking uh of the scene of of the whole movie um but yeah I thought it was so worth it it was so nice yeah. Did you, Ariana, do you get to watch it with, like, if, have a watch party or something like that? Yeah, no, uh, like, me, my husband, and my three furry kids, we were all in Aww. our house 
we prepared quesadillas uh, to celebrate Aww. our Mexican love uh, yeah, for our Mexican culture. And we turned it on and it was it was so special. And that was my husband's first time watching it. And yeah. it's so weird to watch yourself, especially when you're like with a loved one next to you. And um, I was just like so nervous to see his reaction. And he was like, I loved it. I really loved it. I'm enjoying the film. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> so That's good. cute. That I so love weird. that. <laughs> yeah well you've got to have a a, a watch party rodrigo in yeah you're in belgium yeah. right yeah no, in, in the netherlands i'm gonna have one on sunday um mm-hmm. yeah finally okay. i just made sure the internet is gonna be okay but i i kind of want to watch it before everybody comes yeah. so I, i'll probably watch it by myself oh. like tomorrow right. um just just because you know i i when i when it's it's very special right when you watch something that we spent three weeks working on it and it yeah. was you know very very long days of you know there were yeah. days where we would finish at like midnight and then what's your call time uh 6 a.m oh i'm gonna sleep yeah, for five crazy. hours um so yeah it's, <laughs> it was it was su- such hard work and so many people involved. So I always like those moments where, oh, I finally get to watch it. I treasure them a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of don't want to watch it when everybody's like kind of talking in the back. I want to watch it by myself. It's nerve wracking, right? Plus <laughs> yes. like it's the first time that you're seeing your job and you're like, oh my God. I know. I know. Or not. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> well, Rodrigo, how did this song end up happening? The, uh, how should I have known? The, because um, it's not well, that common for there to be an original song in a in a, one of these movies so that was very exciting yeah. I, I know i was i was i was very excited uh i was just um yeah to be honest it was just what like day four or five on set and you know i'm i'm a song writer a singer songwriter and um i was just like yeah i just had this idea like huh wait maybe what if i pitched a song for for this movie right so i i i went into like kind of my file which is i'm not a very organized person so i have like notes on my iphone but it's a mess they're kind of like everywhere and i have like voice notes and and lyrics here and there so i was like i was trying to find something that i had already written that maybe could work and then i found the song uh that i wrote like six seven years ago um wow and i was like okay i'm gonna adapt this make it a little more christmasy uh put some elements of the movie in in the lyrics and then i approached edward edward saban um our producer one day on set and i was like um i kind of have a song that i i wrote for the movie would you like to uh, listen to it he was like yeah sure send it send it over to my to my email um, I hadn't done the song yet, so I went to I went back to the oh hotel God. room after we finished filming. I went into the into the closet and I I kind of you know did like the the the, the vocal uh, track and then I sent it over to my producer. He did the song in like a couple hours, just like a demo for us to send to Edward and uh, send it over to his email. And then the next day, he was super excited about it. He was like, "I sent it over to everybody." let's see what happens and, uh, you know everybody loved it lifetime approved it and then we got andra yeah. who's a 
massive superstar here in Europe and um, she she loved the song she loved the idea of being part of this movie and uh, yeah we just uh, we ended up producing with Roman Rojas who um, is an, a Venezuelan producer who has been nominated to the Latin Grammys twice he's amazing uh, we worked on the lyrics together a little bit more to find like the perfect final version for it and there you are it's available on all digital platforms wow <laughs> it's really I good i liked it a lot singing the song ever since i heard it the first time and my husband sings so we we're like in the house all the time like how could i know we can't yes. stop singing. <laughs> it's catchy right it's, it's good no it really is so kind of it i'm in love with it and i feel like andra added so much to it initially it was oh, it was yeah. gonna be just me but um, yeah, I wrote, I wrote to, you know, the team at Lifetime and I was like, um, how would you guys feel about including someone else in the song? Right. And then, you know, like a friend of a friend knew Andra. So, you know, I, I talked to her manager and I, I, I proposed a song. She was like, okay, I'm in. Uh, and then she kind of added her voice to the demo that I had done. They loved it and everything happened really fast. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Want to ask you our, we have some fun Christmas questions to ask both of you. Okay. Love those. Yes. So first question, <laughs> what is your favorite holiday drink? Oh. Oh. Oh, I have mine. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, wait, isn't it? <laughs> It's it's gonna sound so predictable, but it's Ponche Navideño, which is. Uh, hey, I was gonna say Ponche Crema. No, you can't. Yeah. Wait, is, my this, is this like is this like a hortada kind of drink or? Like yeah, when I when I got to Mexico City, uh, in my first Christmas there, it's kind of like a soup, but with fruit, and it's so warm oh and God. delicious. They mm. throw everything in it you can you can find everything sounds good at all the way that you just you don't you didn't sell it very good it's a soup with fruit and then alcohol (laughs) no it doesn't does it have alcohol of course ponche crema does it's like a bailey's thing Mm -hmm. i haven't tried that one yeah the one I tried was was doesn't have alcohol. Uh, maybe was it a Venezuelan thing? Maybe ponche crema. Maybe maybe it's just a Venezuelan thing. I don't know. Could be because yeah. I haven't heard of that one. But anyway, <laughs> okay. that's my All right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Cookie or treat? Oh, panetone. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was gonna say another one, but. 
I like that better. <laughs> I was going to say um, like ginger cookies, but panetone, yes. Oh, panetone uh, with coffee. Have, mm. So good. In, in Brazil, we have chocotone. I think I'm going to oh. choose that. Same thing, but with chocolate. Yeah. All right. Well, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Uh. Hope my stockings are filled with my holidays with you. That's my favorite by far. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. This is going to sound funny. In Venezuela, the Christmas carols are called Gaita Venezolanas, and they have nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> and even though they're like, you just hear them out during Christmas. Like that's the beginning of Christmas season for us, but it can be about anything. So I remember when I first got to Mexico and I was like, oh my God, I miss Christmas back at home. I started singing like, Hacer la vida ya un cigarrito y un café. It was like a song about like cigarettes. And they're like, that's a Christmas town. <laughs> I grew up with Venezuela that. Venezuela is yeah. special. There we go. All right. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Oh, oh Home Alone. Yeah. Man, we have so I much in common. I just Home Alone like two years ago. Okay. So I've funny. never watched it before. My parents didn't allow me to watch the film because they were like, she's going to become crazy like that kid. It, it is so extremely violent. Yeah, extremely violent. <laughs> So oh, they yeah. didn't allow me to watch that film. And I watched and, it like two years ago. <laughs> and you watch it, you think, what is in this house? Why are these robbers so <laughs> Why is this? Yeah, yeah. It's but so it's so good. good. It's I so love good. it too. No, good but choice. my my yeah, mine too. I it's a it's a classic. In fact, uh, I, I I used we used to live uh, a few blocks away from a hotel and and back in my hometown in Brazil, that was the Plaza Hotel. And I, I you know, me as a kid, you have a very, you know, fertile imagine, imagination. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, that's the Plaza Hotel. I used to For think that second oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah, I love Home Alone. All right. Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? Scrooge, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. And then which do you like better, clear lights or colored? What was what that? Was clear lights are colored. What oh. is that? lights are colored. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think color. Um, no, I like like yellow. Just yellow. You like yellow lights? Just yellow. Yeah. yeah. Clear. Okay, good. All right. Which would you rather do? Be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Oh. Snowball fight. Me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? No, not at all. <laughs> the worst. The worst. <laughs> one day, one day, I should share like my my presence on, on social. I have. I, I. I. don't. I can't. I don't even dare to share it on the internet because it's it's pathetic. It's it's yeah, same. Yeah, same. horrible. <laughs> I mean, but what's important is what you're giving to the other person. Right. It's the, it's the right well and there's always the gift bag so yeah. that's, good, that's, that's what i buy that's what and I buy. gift cards yes yes gift cards yeah all right last question uh last question what is your uh, do you have an ugly christmas sweater no i don't and i kind of want one i think i'm gonna buy one i don't i can't believe i don't have one either yeah, yeah. 
I don't think that's very Latin. (laughs) Well, and probably being if you're in LA, you don't need a Yeah, exactly. You don't need (laughs) maybe you could get one of those ugly hats or something like that. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I would I would love yeah, like to wear my pajamas on Christmas morning. Me too. Well, this was a delight. Thank you so much to both of you. This was so much fun to get to talk about this movie and to get to meet you. I had a great time. So thank you. Same. Thank you for having us. This was amazing. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Yeah, So if people people want to follow you on social media, how how do they do that? They can, I I literally just use Instagram basically, but they can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Ari Ron Pedrique. So yeah, it's going to be a long one, but just A R I R O N P E C R I Q U E. There you go. Very simple. I'll have that in the description so people can find the link. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're awesome, Rachel. Me um, at Rodrigo Massa. Massa is M A S S A. Um, no, that's not my Instagram. <laughs> at uh, Soy, which means I am. S-O-Y, Rodrigo Massa. Um, and also, take a look at uh, How Could I Have Known. There is a beautiful lyric video on YouTube with scenes of the movie. You're going to find it on uh, Lifetime's channel. You can just Google uh, or, or look for it on YouTube. How Could I Have Known, Andra and Rodrigo Massa. And it's also available on all uh, digital platforms out there. Yeah, and, and y'all should definitely check out the movie if you missed it. It's going to be playing again and it's going to be available. You can watch it on the Lifetime uh, website uh, right now. And I'm sure it'll be VOD soon. So yeah, you also definitely check it out if you're listening. And uh, thanks again. And I wish you all mer- very Merry Christmas. Oh, thank, thank, you, thank you, Rachel. You're the best. <laughs> Here, let me... Alejandro. <laughs> We'd like to thank Rodrigo and Ariana for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun. And I really do hope you all check out the movie. I really enjoyed it sincerely so uh yeah check it out and let us know what you think and i thought we had a great conversation it was it was very fun so you can follow me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on Rotten tomatoes to so check that out also make sure you're following the podcast and at homework's pod homework is podcast all of our social media and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews that really helps a lot to be able to be able to find the podcast and uh, if you are watching youtube please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have have our patron group which is the best way to support us and it's it you definitely get your money's worth and and watch longs and other we have some really fun ones coming up so please take a look at the patron and then we also have the merch store we can get tons of fun holiday themed designs and also anything for the uh, hallmark uh, hardy postable fan in your life it's all there on the merch store so please help us out there that'd be great and uh, thanks again to rodrigo and ariana it was so much fun and we'll talk to y'all later bye merry christmas